Brother T is sitting here, wide-eyed, bushy-tailed. Yes. It's like a gray squirrel. <laughs> and, and, and I am uh, struggling for a little. So you had a smoother Christmas than I did. I but, had running uh, water. You had power. running water and power. Yes. And there are periods of times where I had neither. I do have power now. I still have no running water. Bless. Bless. Um, bless. So y'all pray for us. Yes, man, that's tough. Say, y'all pray How many for days us. without it? Well, it went out, you know, the bad weather came in on a Thursday night. Everything went down on Friday morning. As we record, this is Wednesday. Oh, man. Yeah. So I'm traveling to shower. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you next. You know, I don't want to wear my welcome out anywhere. But my mother-in-law and my stepmom so far have offered their shower, so I've right. done one of each. So I'm kind of down to like once every, you know, blue moon. You know, we have showers at the Access Campus, so feel free. Yeah, yeah. would you give me keys? I will. Okay. I will. I'll even I get will. you the punch card to go in. I yeah. go in there and see the Hampton County Baptist Association yes. people and, yeah. and uh, maybe you can get a free lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could, maybe I could play this to my advantage. Anyway, I'm not complaining. I, we're, uh, Marilyn and I were talking at Marilyn being my wife, for those of you who don't know. We're talking about it this morning, uh, you know, just about people leaving in Buffalo, New York and never coming home. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That that has not happened to us. And yes. So I, d- I don't mean to complain. It's just inconvenience. Mm-hmm. It's not dangerous. Right. For, for exactly. Us. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. That's so, a good way to put so it. So I, I feel for all those people. Yeah. But, you know, other than that, everything going wonderful. Yes. Have those church services over Christmas. Oh, we had a great time. Our Christmas Eve was awesome. Yeah. Had a good attendance yeah. and communion, candlelight, carols. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Uh, Christmas Day, the spirit was awesome. It was beautiful. Yeah. Attendance was lower, much lower. Yeah. Uh, I think most chose Christmas Eve. That's uh, exactly what I experienced. You know, I was, I was at a church on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And uh, very same thing happened. A larger number of people, although there were several sick. Yes. Larger number of people on Saturday night, and you come up Sunday morning, and probably a third less. That's about what it was for us. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's probably true everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, younger families for the most part. They're going to get with kids, kids. and it's going to be really hard to round them up. Yes. Uh, Now, the church that I am now preaching for a while. There's not many kids. Right. So that, that's not an excuse. <laughs> well, I mean, and it was cold. It was very cold. I mean, it was cold. very, very cold. It was very cold. And so it was just a a different kind of But our folks, weekend. you know, need to continue to pray for those people in the north that just yes. keep getting pounded yes. with a once-in-a-lifetime blizzard. Mm-hmm. I agree, brother. Terrible stuff. Hey, this is the end of the year. This yes. will be our last podcast for the year. And uh, I thought that I would go over, mm. uh, and it's not necessarily because the, the uh, podcast platform does not keep it according to year it's just the total number of listens so i'm going to count down our top 10 listen to podcasts see if you're surprised okay you ready okay i'm ready and also this is an encouragement for people who just started listening to our podcast if you want to listen to one that is popular amongst other people you know and you don't want to binge all 70 something podcasts that we've right. done then this would be a good place to start yeah. so number one is uh well number number 10 because i'm going 10 9 is our first podcast, Let's Get Started. Really? Yeah, I guess people want to go, okay, yeah. who are these dudes? Okay, yeah. Why should I listen to them? That kind of thing. But that's number 10. Okay. Number nine, Are You Bewitched with Halloween? Ah, okay. Yeah. I remember that. That yeah. was number nine. Uh, number eight, Voting. Is it spiritual? Wow, yeah. Yeah, that was probably, what, 2020? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say it was. Yeah. Uh, and then number seven, Talking with God. Mm. That's that's now that's nice to know that, that people is. were interesting, 
interested in prayer. Yeah, that's, that's a, really that what that really was about. surprises me yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the next one, only only one more listener to, than the last. Will the real Antichrist please stand mm, up? Okay. Will the real Antichrist mm-hmm. please stand up? Okay. So one, two, three, four. Number five. You ready? Mm-hmm. Ghost, demons, spirits. Oh my. Oh my. So okay. that was the second year's Halloween. Okay. Uh, that particular one was not listened to by a whole lot more people, but more people than the other. Number four, I thought this was real interesting. Is church attendance required for Christians? Mm. Mm. Wow. So that yeah. was the number four listen to? That was number to. four. Okay. And then one of my favorites, number three, UFOs. Are they <laughs> spiritual? I'm so glad that was number one, brother. <laughs> it, it ought to be number one. But it's number three. Okay. Number two, drum roll, please. Yep. Signs, signs everywhere are signs. Wow. Yeah, and that's by a long shot more than UFOs. Mm. Talking about the signs of the end. Yes, yes. So, you know, you and I were talking about things in the future. Mm-hmm. Might be another one to pick up on because mm-hmm. more things have happened since we That's talked true. about that one. And then the one well above all, always has been since it was first done. Number one is the COVID-19 vaccine, the mark of the beast. That is the number one. That is number I have no idea. one. Okay, wow. Number one. Yes. Are we in our third year now? Or? Yes. Okay, third we year. are in our third year. Third year. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's, you know, we started after, yeah, I wasn't pastoring. It was after Pastor Emeritus' days, wasn't it? I think so. I think, yes. Yeah. Yes, I think so. So, uh, no, it wasn't. It was was in 20. Oh, was it? It's when when we actually did it in the church. Remember, we would go to that room. Oh, you had that that. little room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We actually had a technician back then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We weren't (laughs) self-guided idiots. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, I think that's interesting. It is. Very uh, our podcast platform g- gives me breakdowns of ages, mm-hmm. uh, genders, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. We won't go into all that to bore everybody, but right. I thought the top ten pretty interesting. Yeah, that's very, very, that's very interesting. I think today's podcast, you know, this is a fairly interesting subject to me. Yeah. I don't know how much it is to you, but question being, um, what about eating? What a Christian eats or drinks? Yeah, does God, I'm going to throw this softball to you. Yep. Uh, does God prohibit some foods or some drinks? Yeah. What say you? No such softball didn't even need a glove. Oh. No glove needed. Scripture says, 1 Corinthians six twelve. all things are lawful okay. for me. Now, okay. I, should we add the second part? To that you can. verse you too, can. Go ahead. but not all things are profitable. Right, right. But all things are lawful. I want to say again, whom the Son has set free is free. Is free indeed. indeed. Yes. The bondage to things and rules and regulations have been released, broken. Right. Now, now, if you think about it, and I think it's Leviticus eleven. By the way, Leviticus is the book that all good daily Bible readings go to die. I mean, you know. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. you it, want to have a spiritual revival, man, go to Leviticus. <laughs> but Leviticus, I think it's 11, a doc, talks about um, the Israelites and what they could not eat. Yeah. And um, camels, rabbits, pigs, shrimp, um, shellfish, yeah. crows, things uh, like that, seagulls. Now, I, 
See, it broke my heart too. You said crows. I yeah. don't really care about eating a crow yeah, or, or I've, a seagull. I've, yeah, I've never thought about it. But that, <laughs> I, I think that uh, was given to make them distinct, don't you? I do too. Um, a different too. type of nation. Now, I've heard other Bible teachers say not only that that they were an ex, that they were distinct from other peoples, but also that it was a dietary thing for their health. Yeah. That you name most of those things do not preserve well. You know, pork, poorly cooked, poorly preserved, yeah, is very dangerous for your health. But can I, All can I, can, can I, can I, can I go ahead and say something? Go ahead. Bacon good. Bacon is good. <laughs> Bacon good. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, you have traveled the world as I have, and yes. you know that we cook bacon a particular way here in the U.S. that they right. don't other places. I know. I was in Hong Kong and Thailand on the same trip. We just one stop and then went on. And they always serve bacon because they love to sell, serve bacon to Westerners. Yeah. But, you know, you could tie that bacon in a knot. Aye. You know Aye. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. still pink. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> That's, That's nasty. So yeah. I remember this resort in Thailand where we're doing a missionary retreat, and all of us learned that the really good bacon was down in the bottom of the chafing tray <laughs> because it had been under that Bunsen burner for a right. long time, and yeah. so it was actually cooked more. <laughs> we would get in there and dig to uh, the bottom. That's man. so nasty. But that's really yeah. true. And you yeah. can think, if people eat pork that way, eat right. shellfish that has not been refrigerated, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, some people think, and it, it, the Bible doesn't say this, not for this reason, right? but it's actually health concerns as well. Yeah, I, I think that's true. You know, but First Corinthians 10 also uh, instructs us, um, bans really from those things that have been sacrificed to idols. Yes. And I know we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but but really, yes, there's some things prohibited to the Israelites yeah. uh, that would make them distinct. But like you said, um, you know, now everything, all is lawful. All is lawful. And how Jesus the, uh, fulfilled the law. How do the churches, and there are some, mm-hmm. that prohibit eating the very same things that the Jews ate, mm-hmm. do you know how they deal with that passage? I don't. I mean, I really don't. Do you? No. I mean, because uh, it is absolutely, to me, I mean, they like say it's in yeah. the Bible. So yeah. we're going to, it's in the Bible. Right. So we're going to do that. But also in the Bible says all things are lawful for me. It does. It does. So I don't, I don't know what in the Bible do you want to. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess they focus on the Old Testament passages and not uh, the New Testament, not the New Covenant, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so because the New Covenant sets us free from the Old. That's what the New Testament and, means, uh, New Covenant. Exactly. Exactly. So here, here's the next question then. So are some foods or drinks okay for some, uh, but not for others? Uh, I think that's the question of the hour, really. really is in... Let me just say, I, I, when I was thinking about this question yesterday, my mind went to Proverbs 23, 22, that says, drunkards and gluttons come to poverty. Mm-hmm. And I really believe this relates to personal responsibility. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. There are some people who uh, should never drink alcohol mm-hmm. because they have a propensity. Right. It's a weakness in their life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will lead to poverty or lead to destruction. And so, therefore, you just need to stay away from it. There are mm-hmm. others, and, and we uh, tend not to talk about them because mm-hmm. we would rather point fingers at people who drink alcohol, right? who really need to watch how they eat. They have no self-restraint mm-hmm. when it comes to eating. Now, I know what someone will say, and I agree. Not too many people have driven while overeating and killed somebody on the highway. Exactly. You yeah. know, you yeah. do have to, that 
absolutely is a consideration. Right. But to your own body and to your own relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. gluttony is is a sin just as much as drunkenness. Yeah, because our body is the temple right. of the Holy Spirit. You know, that same passage, Doc, uh, says, I think, if I'm, I'm not mistaken, don't mix with, I love this word, wine bibbers. Yeah. And gluttons, you know, don't mix yeah. with them. I don't know what a bibber is. I don't know what a bibber is. I, I meant to look up bibber, but uh, <laughs> bibber is a yeah. word I don't use in my daily vocabulary. Yeah, just uh, in context, it must right. be someone who drinks too much wine. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming they bib. Don't mix yeah. with winos right. and people who eat too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that because um, you know they can pull you down. Yes, um, and so uh, so you have to be very 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 careful there. Um, uh, I think Scripture teaches us that it's not what go- well, Jesus said. This, it's not what goes into the mouth that defiles, but what comes out. Right. So, so that is a principle that we look at as well. I, again, it's one of those scriptures that we know, but we don't live by it. Right. We tend yeah. to judge people. Tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. By what goes in their mouth. Uh yeah. I mean, I, I think that's true. I think uh, that's I, true. You know, this has been said on this podcast, I know you and I have had this discussion before too, that, you know, I grew up in a Pentecostal church right. where uh, fun is equivalent to sin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if it's something that you look forward to, yeah. you enjoy, then there must be something wrong with it. It's going right. to send you to hell. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's not necessarily for our Pentecostal friends today mm-hmm. is the way everyone teaches it. But in the very fundamentalist Pentecostal church that I right. grew up in, that's absolutely true playing mm-hmm. marbles mm-hmm. was sin mm-hmm. some people think drinking a coke was sin wow so i'm um, reading the funny paper mm. was sin mm. comic books yeah so i come out of that environment uh to do and um although you know became a baptist pastor for years and this sort of thing i still remember making a statement one time that uh i never knew a soul winner who drank alcohol Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and God introduced me to a bunch of them. Oh man! I I came to know yeah. some people who were on fire for Jesus, uh, who won people to Jesus, mm-hmm. who probably testified of their faith more often than I did, with mm-hmm. the exception of the pulpit, of course. Yeah. You know, where we do each week. Yeah. Um, but had no no problem with you know having a bar at their home. Yeah. And it it blew my mind because it was so radically different Mm -hmm. than how I grew up. Yeah, yeah. Well, Scripture does teach against drunkenness. Yes. You know, it does. Uh, Ephesians, what is it, 5.18, do not be drunk with wine. Which is... Uh, Dissipation. Dissipation, yeah. that word dissipation. I do too. But be filled... things fall apart. Yeah, yeah. So it be filled with the Spirit. Yeah. So don't allow wine to master you. Right. You know, don't. And there's that personal responsibility. That that's yeah. it. That is that is it. And then, but there are some, like you said, Doc, that that first drink, yeah. they have a proclivity toward that. That's right. You know, um, it's no. I've shared my testimony a myriad of times, myriad times, and my dad was like that. You know, um, he could not deal with alcohol. Yeah. And um, and I I don't drink. Yeah. I don't. Um, uh, I watch what it did to my family yes. early on. And you so, may have that proclivity, right? And so I made a decision, and years ago, and so uh, so I don't. And I know people that um, uh, the the person that I, that I find fascinating, and you may not because you're not a car guy. Yeah. 
But one of the biggest car guys in America is Jay Leno. Yes. You know, yes. Tonight uh-huh. Show, all that kind of stuff. Right. Jay Leno recently almost burned his face off. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Mercy. So I heard a, an interview of his by another comedian and asking just really serious questions about it. Did you know that whole thing, Jay Leno did not take as much as an aspirin? Is that right? He refused any pain medicine in the hospital. Now, these are second three degree burns on his face, his arms, and his hands to the point where he had to have skin grafts. So, reason. Why was, what's the reason? Jay Leno says pain has a reason. Whoa. Pain has, there's a, if, if you've got a headache, you don't need just to numb it. You need to find out why you have yes. a headache. Yeah. And he talked about the pain and he said, I don't take. He said, I was great friends with Rodney Dangerfield. He okay. Said, and I don't take a drug, and there wasn't a drug he wouldn't take. Hmm. You know, mm-hmm. medicinal and recreational. Right, right. You know, type thing. But yeah. he does not drink, and he does not. His favorite thing is Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Ah, okay. Right? But, yeah. he's, not a, but he's not a professing believer. Right. That's not yeah. why he does it. He yeah. just, maybe he knows that if I were, he were to go down that path, uh, because I do have uh, friends and relatives who simply took pain medicine, prescription pain medicine, mm-hmm. and have been hooked since oh, yeah. and destroyed I mean, their lives. In, in ministry, you and I both have run yeah. into many like that. Yeah. And uh, and so that's true. I, I wonder, I don't think Jay Leno's ever had a baby, though, has he? His children, uh, yeah. Uh, no, I mean him personally. Given personally, yes, yeah. not because <laughs> personally, I wonder. Not. I wonder <laughs> if he would have changed his mind going into labor. Yeah, I, I was there twice with my wife. Yeah, she had drugs both times. Yeah, and so yeah, uh, yeah. yeah we went to Lamaze class, but that quickly went out the window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, uh, I'm so glad. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. That, but you know, I find that. Pretty fast. It is. It is. It is. So number next. Number next. Uh, does it matter what country or culture you live in or worship in? Uh, now I didn't understand this question a bit, and yeah. so um, I'm, I think as we talked pre-recording, I began to understand what you were saying or what you were asking a little better. Yes. And so, but does it matter? Different cultures regard different things, which are. Which are not absolutes, but yeah. culturally relevant as being godly or un- ungodly. Okay. Like, um, I do know that Baptists, which is will blow some people's mind, Baptists in Ireland drink beer. Yeah. Because that is such a huge part of their right. culture that they've drank beer since they were very young. Yes. And it's not a rebellion. It's not necessarily, mm-hmm. I'm not saying not ever, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily done, you know, to get drunk. Mm-hmm. It's just beer is a beverage. Yes. They're just as wine is in Italy and France and places like that. But mm-hmm. our Western Southern culture, you and I both Southern, mm-hmm. um, beer is the good old boys, you know, yeah. that, you know, don't go to church, that do everything else wrong. Right. And, and we associate it with that. So I'm not saying food changes, but the attitude to food or drink changes mm-hmm. in the cultures that we're in. So if you were concerned about leading a brother astray, which we know is scriptural as well, yeah. then you would not be worried about that in Ireland. Yeah. But you might be in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yeah. I, I think uh, there's a lot of wisdom there. First Corinthians 8, uh, 13 um, talks about if it makes your brother stumble, you know, don't do it basically. Right. And... Um, 
And so I, I know that you and I, it says, therefore, if food makes my brother stumble, I will never again eat meat, lest I make my brother stumble. Paul and that said. was a specific yeah. example. Right. And, and so we might, it was talking about a food offered to idols. Yeah, dedicated and offered to idols. And, exactly. and that, because that person was saved out of a culture mm-hmm. of idolatry, right. knowing that that food had been first offered to idols and then later offered in the butcher shop, Yes. they weren't willing to do it because it, it was an association with their former life. Exactly, exactly. I think those in Ireland and Germany and other places, uh, they, they enjoy Ecclesiastes 9-7, drink wine with a merry heart. Yeah. yeah Psalm know. says that God gives us wine yeah. to be joyful. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then what Paul said, uh, take a little bit for your stomach's uh, sake. Told Timothy, you yeah. know, all right, don't be a legalist about this. Yeah. You need to take a little wine for your stomach. <laughs> that my, my father, God rest his soul, being Pentecostal, would always turn to that passage. You know, the only time wine's good is if you got an upset stomach. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it'll and, kill the worm, brother. Right, it'll, it'll kill, kill the worm. worm. That's the tequila. When you got the little worm yes. at the bottom of the bottle. Yeah, yeah. That's nasty. Yeah. Okay. It is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you have to eat it. Yes. <laughs> but you and I have been in a lot of different cultures. Yeah. And um, and so, I, yeah, I echo what you said there. Uh, now we're getting into moderation. What does moderation, what does that mean? And when do you know that you're being moderate? We're not talking about uh, politics. Right. Yeah. So what <laughs> does could. moderation mean? <laughs> That's the first part of the question. And when do you know you're moderate? Second yes. part of the question. Yeah. Well, in the in the grand scheme of things, being radical or extravagant means to to a degree that is more than should be over the top. Right. Moderation is short of that, a equal or right degree. I think some like you had another definition. Avoid of extremes. Yeah. Exercise restraint, restraint, and then practice self control. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, temperance is a word that uh, the King James would use. Yes. Temperance is moderate. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but just practice um, self control, I think, in every aspect of our lives. Yeah. And um, and so in everything we do, we we need to practice self control. And that's not easy because we we are in this earth suit, you know, that, that we have. And so it's not easy. That the culture that we've been a part of, Brother T, being uh, pastors, you yes. know, we, we've eaten a lot with pastors. Yes. You and I just ate with a pastor last yes. week, real nice guy. Yeah. Uh, been to so many pastors' conferences and that sort of thing. And it's so funny that you put a pastor down in front of a plate of uh, fried chicken. Yes. It's going to all be gone. It, it is. Nobody's going to stop before that's all gone. Right. And it's like we're not going to have this mm-hmm. and even jokingly right eat too much yeah yeah and it's almost like this doesn't matter mm-hmm. but i'm going to look down upon somebody that you know and i don't agree with smoke i don't smoke cigarettes myself but right. you know yeah that person over there look at that person smoking yeah. a cigarette they're going to kill themselves well wait a right. minute you just you yeah. know had a pound and a, a quart and a half of crisco <laughs> go down you <laughs> You know, Wait there, there yeah. were actually preachers in of yesteryear that smoked cigars. Yeah, uh, or as my Spurgeon. dad called them, cigars. You know, Spurgeon. Yeah, Spurgeon, man. He uh, and so, didn't he say 
you know, I'll, I'll stop when it's in excess. And someone said, well, when is that? He said, more than more two than, at one or something right. like that. More than one at a time. Yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah, the, yeah. the great meeting of him and Dwight L. Moody. Yeah, old that, Moody. The, when he poked him in the belly. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> I one? do remember that. Yeah. Well, Moody looks at yeah. him and says, sir, that thing offends me, that cigar in your mouth. <laughs> and Spurgeon looked down at Moody, who was a pretty short fellow, tapped him uh, on the belly and said, sir, that thing offends me. Exactly. <laughs> So I thought that was a perfect comeback. Yes. You know, my dad, after he got saved and uh, everything, he he was a Baptist pastor for years in small churches. And he brought in um, to my office that we're seated in right now uh, chicken. He had bought it at Walmart. It was in the car when he first got here. And he told me, he said, hey, Tom, I got five pieces of chicken out in the car. And then he mentioned it again as we were visiting, you know. And then he mentioned it a third time, thrice. Yes. And before I knew it, he went out there, and I watched him eat all five pieces of chicken. And uh, I actually had to get the vacuum cleaner out, you know, because I can't crumbs stand. everywhere. Oh, my goodness. And and taking him to Bee's Cafe. Yeah, embarrassing. From, yeah, from those in Chattanooga, they would know Bee's. But if you're not from here, you Lazy know, Susan. Lazy Susan. And their fried chicken is great. Yes, it is. But it would look like a chicken graveyard when my dad <laughs> would get through eating. It was embarrassing. Yeah. And so, but yeah, uh, what does moderation mean? It means to practice, I think, self-control. Yes. You know, Philippians, uh, what is it, 4 5, let your moderation be made known to all men. Yeah. Uh, then it says the Lord is at hand. In other words, the Lord is near. Titus 2 6, Paul writes, Urge young men to be self-controlled. Yes, yes, yes. Urge yes. young men to be self-controlled. So that's where I go all the way back up to the top again. What we tend to do is we want a rule. Yeah. That's what we want is a yeah. rule. Right. And if there's not a rule, mm-hmm. then there's no constraint or restraint. Mm-hmm. What we need is a personal responsibility for our actions. Yeah, Baptists, we're great at wanting rules. Yes, oh, we know, do. Because we love check marks. Yes. You know, and so uh, we don't do that, check. You yes. Know, we don't do that, check. We want um, rules. Right. I was in Nashville when the Southern Baptist Convention had a, a, a vote that no one who worked for the convention or any affiliate thereof could drink wine. And you had to vote for or against it. I voted against it. Yeah. I think what are we gonna what are we gonna vote against next? Right. Yeah. Anyone cannot watch HBO. Okay. Yeah. Let's next. It's going to be what is it next? Cannot mm-hmm. go to the beach. Mm-hmm. And where are we gonna stop mm-hmm. picking things out? Where is the personal responsibility? Right. This is right between me and the Lord, or it's not right yeah. between me and the Lord. Exactly. You're such a rebel. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I hate well, rules. I really do you, hate oh, rules. Oh, you you despise oh, rules. Yeah. Where where there's where there's yeah. rules, yeah. there's just no unity. There, I, I mean, really. Yeah. There's chaos. Yeah. Oscar Wilde said this. I can't believe you're quoting Oscar Wilde. I, well, you threw it I'll in. I pray there. for you, brother. Yeah. What <laughs> does all things in moderation, including moderation, mean? It's paraphrased, but did you, basically. Did you know that he, before I wrote that, did you know he said that, or did you have to look it up? You know, Google is an awesome Google. things, Google. brother. It yes. is. You Big know. G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I googled that, and, and that I, was hey, from Oscar him. Wilde said didn't that. Know, see when I wrote that, I didn't even know that he okay. said that okay. because his lifestyle did not reflect that. <laughs> <laughs> the first part of that's pretty easy. What does all things in moderation mean? You know, and yeah. we we talked. About we, that. We've been talking about this the whole yeah. time. Yeah, so Whatever you consider to be okay, yeah. do not flaunt it. Don't do it in extreme, right? Or anything like that. Yeah, and then, but however, he said, including yeah. yes. moderation. 
And so uh, you and I chatted about that. We did, because it was good to bounce it off from you, because I was really struggling with it. Yeah, so what I got that was uh, we can we can get too extreme even in moderation. Yes. Uh, we can get too obsessive in moderation. I think I gave you the example of, you know, there are there are some things that I'm not going to watch yeah. on television. Yeah. You know, I'm just not going to watch it. However, I'm not going to put my television in the closet and mm-hmm. unplug it, you know. And some may do that because you, know, exactly. you look at uh, the, the Amish and yes. others who may choose right. to have no television yeah. whatsoever. And that's their choice. That's right. That's their choice. But moderation can become legalism. It is. It can. It and, can. And so you can go, oh, I had two pieces of chicken. Yeah. I'll go to hell if I have three. Right. Yeah. Right. Because yes. I'm doing it in moderation and three is not moderation. It's right. kind of like the Sabbath walk for the Jews. Yes. There's yes. only so many steps they can yeah. step. Wasn't there was, markers even? Yeah, there were yeah. markers. They yeah. have markers along the way. And initially it was so that the only walk you could walk was to the synagogue. Yes. And back again. Mm-hmm. And whatever distance that was. And then they came up with, that's mm-hmm. what happens, mm-hmm. they came up with an exact distance mm-hmm. no matter how far your synagogue right. was. And then they would make exceptions for it by setting up places where you could sit and rest yes. for a while. Yeah. Meaning you went there, and now that becomes your home, and you can walk from there. And yeah, I, it, I mean, some of those things got comical. I read one place, uh, Doc, where you know you could not eat an egg if um, it had been um, uh, hatched. I mean, not hatched, but laid. But if it was not halfway out, um, you could. Or if it was over halfway out, I guess you could. Who? Who, who who would be checking that, you know? Uh, um, yeah, just things like that. Between but, you and your rabbi, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you've been, you've been to Israel on the Sabbath. Yes. You know that when you're in a hotel with an elevator, right. that there is typically two elevators. One is Sabbath rule right. and one is not. Yes. The Sabbath rule will open at every floor. I got in trouble, yes. I, I got called a dumb American <laughs> because I kept punching the button, and it would not, it's not do, do anything. Yes, not do anything. You it's, chose the Sabbath elevator. Yeah, I did. It's going to go to every. And the reason is, yeah, pushing that button is a work. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, they. I had two Jewish guys on there, and they were saying things in Hebrew that were probably not pleasant. And I just kept pushing the button, and then they kept saying things not pleasant. And yeah. then when I finally got off, yeah, I heard two words that I only understood. Dumb the whole American. conversation. Dumb American. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so gosh. You're exactly yeah, right. Open up dictionary, look up dumb Americans, picture of brother T. <laughs> so that's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, can we fellowship or serve with those who hold different views? I mean, there are so many uh, that hold different views of these things that we're talking about. Yeah. Can, so, can we serve with them? Can we even fellowship with them? I. There, there is a particular uh, brand of Christianity that is pretty prevalent in around Chattanooga because they have a large university. Yes. Like, enough? <laughs> I think I know. <laughs> and my wife worked with this girl, and so I got to know her husband, and we played golf together. Ah. And he's a fine Christian fella, and, uh, but I realized when I, and so after a round of golf one day, went into their home to eat, and I then it suddenly hit me how different this is. Yeah. But when we weren't around the food, you can tell. So I think if you make that a big thing. Okay. That's yeah. a big thing. Right, right. But if you don't, like us playing golf together, talking, mm-hmm. laughing, mm-hmm. there was no difference between the two of us. But he had very strict, and she did, 
dietary rules in their home yes that i yeah. would not adhere to right so yeah you can yeah yeah you can i mean we own airplanes i'll be in uh when, uh january uh heading back to the middle east about two weeks uh, yeah and um i mean you you know they'll hand out kosher meals uh, but I'll be seated next to people with kosher meals, and I will not be having a kosher a, meal. I'm eating a real meal. Yeah, I'll be eating a real meal. Because you're up there in first class. Hey, no, I won't be in first class. <laughs> you're not in first class? <laughs> no. Do you travel in first class? Uh, I do if I have enough uh, points. Do or, you really? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I stay with my people. I've done yeah. that many times. Yeah, you've stayed And they make fun of me. Oh, do they really? I, I did one. Again, I always I don't know why I refer because it's the longest trip I've ever been on. China is the longest trip yeah. I've ever been on. So, I've never been there. Okay, and so that's twenty something hours, yeah. you know, to go. And they would my group would actually come and take pictures of me because <laughs> I looked so bad. <laughs> I could not sleep. Oh my goodness! I could not sleep on. I don't yeah. sleep well on a plane. Right. Uh, and and then I was with other Baptists, so I couldn't have a drink <laughs> to help me sleep. <laughs> So funny. I love your honesty, man. I love your honesty. So I would not drink any. Yeah. I would not have a glass of wine. I would right. not have anything to help me yeah. relax. And so I, they would even give my doctor would give me pills. I would end up giving those pills to others on my group, and they go <laughs> just fall, and my eyes would be oh my god, you know. But you know, yeah. I drink a monster energy drink. I love yeah. the I love the flavor. Yes. They put me to sleep. Yeah, that's they that's cause so other odd. people to have energy. Yeah, my. God put me together in such. I'm a fearfully and wonderfully made. You're fearful, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. But they did. Yeah. I was in coach with everybody else. Uh-huh. You know. And they and made fun of you. They would come up, and I looked so bad. I saw the pictures. I did. I looked like death warmed over. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And my eyes were dark and bags, and my hair was like <laughs> twisted. <laughs> they would. They'd never seen me that way. Oh. Yeah. So they would just come up and take pictures. Yeah. And go yeah. back to their scene. What are they doing? You know, I, if you're listening. And, and you have any of those? Pictures, no, please. no, they've all been destroyed. I oh, hope. Yeah, right. Forward them to me. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So yeah, after that, I would tell the group if I can afford it. Let me just tell you because I'm leading this group and uh-huh. you need me fresh. I'm at least going to business class. <laughs> <laughs> if I can afford first class, I'm going to first class. Yeah. And I would just put prop my feet up and nap. Yeah. I mean, it right. is so not. You've yeah. flown first class. One time, okay. I, I've been in first class one time. It was on our anniversary and. Yeah. Um, and and so yeah, we were going to some island and and did first class. Yeah, my and wife so, hates to fly. She's afraid of flying. Mm-hmm. And if I take her anywhere, I have to get first class tickets. Yes. Yeah. And we we uh, went to a, a conference in Cancun. Okay. And that's not a long flight. Right. It's a short flight, but uh, I was so glad mm-hmm. because we were up, and she took it much better huh. up there. Yeah. <laughs> than back there where the tail's wagging. <laughs> <laughs> Last question, okay, Don. There we go. What will we eat and drink for eternity? And I told you. I know what I you said. Guarantee it's going to be catered by Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I no you know, there's no reason not to think that uh, there might not be a Cracker Barrel there. Yeah. I mean, a, a series of Cracker Barrels right. around. Yeah. Drinking Maxwell House coffee like we're doing right now because we love Jesus. Yes, we love Jesus. And. Uh, um, now, Somebody left a black rifle on my desk. You I don't just, know who did it? I don't know. I, I just walked in. That's not a cheap gift, bro. No, I know. I'm excited. And it's black rifle. Don't tell 
Maxwell House, but yeah. So Blackcraft Coffee is really good. It is. Run yeah. by veterans, which yeah. I appreciate. Exactly, exactly. But what will we eat and drink for all of eternity? Okay, let's talk about the, the instances. What about after death? Well, we have Jesus after his resurrection on the seashore right. making breakfast, and that was breakfast of fish, which is not unusual over there. We eat that, yes. They, That's in John 21. That's one of the passages, so right? So we, we know that that is the case yep. there. We know that there is thing called the marriage supper of the Lamb, which is also after death right, and before the return of Christ. Revelation 19. So there's a marriage supper. I know that speaking more of the custom of coming together for a week of celebration, but you know, it does say supper. Yeah, it does. There. It does. Then you also, in the book of Revelation, talks about that there is the tree of life, which right. is the last time you saw it was back in Genesis. Yes. Right? Yes. Now it shows back up the first book to the last book. Right. Still there. Yep. yep. Still there. Uh, now, you pointed out in a pre-podcast discussion mm-hmm. that didn't say that you eat it. Right. It says it's there for the healing of the nations. Right, yes. I mean, you assume that you do. Yeah. You assume, but it doesn't say. You know, I don't know. Maybe you rub it. I don't know. You know? Well, I, I taught, when I taught through Genesis uh, and got that passage early on about the true, the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the fruits thereof, that God never created anything that he didn't intend to be used as yeah. a resource. Right. Right. So I think even tobacco, there are good uses for tobacco, but there's also destructive uses. There's good uses, we've been talking, of wine. Right. There's bad uses. There's good uses of everything that God created. Mm-hmm. For God created all things for good and yeah. said it was good when right. he created yeah. it. But we in sin have abused those things. So with that belief that I have in Scripture, those trees will be eaten. Or they'll be, used, they'll be used, and they're fruits. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that um, certainly there will be fruits and vegetables to be eaten in eternity. Yeah. And you as know, you said, not for... Sustaining life. Right. Yeah. But uh, but just in pleasure, enjoyable. I mean, you know, I like a banana. Yeah. Don't you like banana? I like a banana. Oh, I used to have a banana for breakfast. Do you really? Yeah, a lot of times if we have some. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, three donuts and a banana. <laughs> It's perfect. <laughs> it's a perfect balanced uh, I diet. A, I have a pastor friend that you and I both know. I will not mention his name. Every morning he eats two uh, Little Debbie oatmeal cakes. Every morning. and But he's in a decent shape. I mean, he really is. He's in decent shape. It, yeah. So, yeah. I, uh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but he does. You know, Romans fourteen seventeen. I think I have this right. It says, yeah. "For the kingdom of God is not uh, a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit." Yeah. So that's not the main thing not the that main we're going to be doing. But yeah. I, I agree. I mean, even I think I shared with you. Uh, there are several passages concerning the millennial kingdom yes. that talk about the fact that we're going to be eating and drinking. You yes. Know? And uh, I mean, like you pointed out, Jesus in his resurrection body, I mean, he ate on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. That's right. I think the other aspect of eating is not necessarily about the food, but about the fellowship. And we yes. do a really poor job of it in America with our plethora of fast food restaurants, right? quick sit-down dash restaurants mm. that when you go to Italy or uh, I spent some time in Malta, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I I really felt guilty that we were holding the table up from other people need to be seated, and the people that lived there said, "No, this mm-hmm. is how we we don't we don't get up quickly and go." Well, we don't. You, they don't rush through. They meals. don't rush through a meal, right. and and uh, 
uh, server will not bring you your check until you ask for it. Mm -hmm. They will never lay it down in front of you until you go, Garçon, l'addition, s'il vous plaît. Right? Wow. Bring me the bill. Wow. Because they see it more than eating. It's a time of fellowship. And they don't want to break that time of fellowship up. Mm -hmm. And families sit Mm -hmm. together and eat for long periods of time. I think that's part of what we will have in eternity. Well, you said the food will not be the focus. Right, yes. The fellowship will be the focus. Yes, man. But there'll I, be food. There will be food. And uh, I'm, I'm happy about that. Me too. I really am happy about that. Mama's pancake breakfast. Oh, Uncle Herschel's. Uncle Herschel's good too, but that doesn't have pancakes. No, I mean, no, it doesn't. I get my pancakes with pecans. Do you really? Yes. Yeah, Scooter does blueberry pancakes. Oh, I yeah. Love to hear him. I love to hear him order that, Doc. Boo-boo, belly. I want boo-boo, belly. Have you ever gotten the uh, peach pancakes? I, no. Uh-uh. I, they I they pile eat, the peaches on top, ah, whipped cream on I top I eat normal things, and so no. I, I don't. No, you eat boring things. I do. Evidently, it's I do. It's not normal yeah. things. It's yeah. boring things. Now, yeah. I have to. I know we're about out of time, but we, we have this custom on Christmas Day. Very few things open, so it's usually just Maryland, but this time it's my wife and I and our youngest son and his girlfriend. We went to the Waffle House. <laughs> Waffle House is an experience, bro. Yes. Especially yes. on Christmas Day when yeah. it's like the only place open. Yeah. So we're there. We finally get us a seat, sit down, and I order my waffle. Yeah. And then I go, and uh, please, pecans. And she said, oh, I knew somebody was going to ask that. I said, what? She said, we're out of pecans. I yeah. said, you just ruined my Christmas. <laughs> I hope you gave her a tip. I said then. Put me some walnuts in there. She's I don't got no walnuts. <laughs> I said, put some granola in there. I don't have any granola. I said, oh. you're useless. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't say that. That's what I thought. But I just messed with her yes. the whole time because yeah. I put pecans right. in my pancakes and in my waffles. And oh. they didn't have either. Oh, my. I was about to ask for raisins. And I don't even like raisins in no. my thing. So you want, a little, you want something a little crunchy. Yeah, I got like a little crunchy. Yeah. A little crunchy okay, in there. Yeah. A little substance in yeah. there. Give a little weight. You know how you can tell your your meal at Waffle House is going to be good? <laughs> I really don't know. I am if, if so you, afraid to ask. If you watch the cook and he puts his cigarette out on the dumpster, yeah. you know, the top of the dumpster, and he walks in, you know he's, he's in a good, good mood. Yeah, he's in a good mood. It's going to be awesome, man. It was. Yeah. It was hilarious. I'm just yeah. going to tell you. We don't have time on here, right. but I'll have to tell you. Yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> there was shenanigans going on. And and my son looked at me. He said, you know, it takes a particular individual to work at a Waffle House. I said, yeah. not many people could do it. And I did. I left a really big tip. Yeah. About 30%, good. something like that. Oh, that to me, good. that's big. Yeah, that's good. For you, that is. That is that's <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> I'm retired. <laughs> hey, this has been a good one. It's this been, been good. good. I hope this is something people think about. Um, and, and just don't be legalistic about it. Right. You you know, you between you and the Lord, you do what's right. Yes. When yes. it comes to eating and drinking. Yes. And uh next time we get together, I guess it's gonna be after the first of the year, brother. After the first year, but yeah. we've got one more before you leave. Yes. And fly to parts unknown. Exactly. And then I'll miss two and then we'll jump back in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see I, I still may do a short one each yeah, week just myself. Yeah, you need uh, to. to I might bring up UFOs again. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, please do that while I'm gone. Because it's not one of your things. <laughs> I want to do my Bigfoot UFO <laughs> series. Yeah, I'll, I'll listen. I, yeah, not. Not. Okay, buddy. <laughs> I hope everyone enjoyed this. And Mary, well, I'm not going to say Merry Christmas. It's how it happened. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes. And happy Ken Dugan birthday. 
That's January 2nd. January 2nd. Yes, it day, is. Right? Yes, it is, so, my hey, brother. Man, we'll, we'll do it. Yep. God Hallelujah. bless.